Yeah, he's here with us. I just see like this ocean. And we've just been taken in to the ocean. And we're just sitting and we're just sat now right in the ocean of God's love and his presence. And he's just calling us deeper. He's calling us deeper into him. You can adopt whatever position you want while I'm speaking. But just allow him to take you deeper. Allow him to to grab your heart. Those of you who were here a couple of Sundays ago will know that uh, God took me deeper. A couple of Sunday mornings ago, actually while we were worshipping, Rebecca King came and just said, I need to pray for you. I don't know what exactly, but I need to pray for you. And she prayed for me and she laid hands on me and just... She just released the river of God, the streams of living water that flow from our belly, the spirit, the scriptures say. And I came and I sang a song. I felt I needed to respond. I had this song that had been going through my head. I, I came and I just sang my response to what God was doing about his river coming. And as I did that, God just hit me. He'd hit me over there and he hit me even harder over here. And I just, I just feel that God is, we we know the river. We've experienced the river and we are experiencing the river of his presence. But God's taking us deeper and calling us out deeper into that river. For me, it was a very significant moment. When I hit the floor, I just began to laugh in the spirit. Which for me is the first time that's happened that I can remember. It's something I've been asking God for for many years. And many of you will know, Em and I spent a couple of years out at Bethel. And I was asking God for it for many years. And... It was actually quite difficult in that environment not experiencing that. I wondered what was wrong with me. And just for God, as Rebecca spoke and as I responded, just for God to touch me in that way, I was just lying there just saying, God, this is a dream. This is a dream. And I felt it was just God saying, this is something new. This is something new. It was just confirmation of that river that's flowing. Funnily enough, Emily and I went home and uh, we put the kids down to bed and a couple of minutes afterwards, Emily said to me, what's that dripping? What's that dripping sound? And uh, we went around the house investigating. We just had our house extended. We went around investigating and there was dripping above our front door, kind of out of the, between the crack, between the the wall and the ceiling and water dripping down now I have to be honest here there have been a few teething problems with our extension and I haven't responded brilliantly to a lot of them 
But because I just had this encounter, and actually while I was, while Rebecca was praying for me and while I was having that encounter, God just showed me a mountain and a waterfall just pouring out through a hole through a, in the side of this mountain. And as I, as I looked up and saw the water flowing out from the wall, I just turned to Emily and just said, the river's flowing. The river's flowing. Now, I wouldn't have responded like that had I not just had that encounter with God. But it was, again, it was God confirming. And amazingly, we were able to resolve the issue within, well, I was able to stop the water very quickly. And it was resolved within a few hours. But it just felt very significant for me that I'd seen water coming out of a rock. And there we have water coming out of the wall in our house. A guy called Ezekiel, sorry, in the Bible had a similar experience with the river. You may want to turn there. I think Brian's going to put it up behind me as well. Ezekiel 47, verse 3. I'll start from verse 1. The man brought me back to the entrance of the temple. And I saw water coming out from under the threshold of the temple towards the east. The water was coming down from under the south side of the temple, south of the altar. He then brought me out through the north gate and led me round the outside to the outer gate facing east. And the water was flowing from the south side. As the man went eastward with a measuring line in his hand, he measured off a thousand cubits and led me through water that was ankle deep. He measured off another thousand cubits and led me through water that was knee deep. He measured off another thousand and led me through water that was waist deep. He measured off another thousand, but now it was a river that I could not cross because the water had risen and was deep enough to swim in, a river that no one could cross. He asked me, son of man, do you see this? Then he led me back to the bank of the river. When I arrived there, I saw a great number of trees on each side of the river. He said to me, this water flows towards the eastern region and goes down into the Arabah, where it enters the sea. When it empties into the sea, the water there becomes fresh. Swarms of living creatures will live wherever the river flows. There will be a large number of fish, because this water flows there, And it makes salt water fresh. So where the river flows, everything will live. Fishermen will stand along the shore from Engedi to Eneglem. There will be places for spreading nets. The fish will be of many kinds, like the fish of the great sea. But the swamps and marshes will not become fresh. They will be left for salt. Fruit trees of all kinds will grow on both banks of the river. Their leaves will not wither, nor their fruit fail. Every month they bear, because the water from the sanctuary flows to them. Their fruit will serve for food, and their leaves for healing. This is an amazing picture, prophetic picture, that Ezekiel had during an encounter with God. And it starts with God taking him to the river. The river of God, 
that flows from his throne. And he was leading Ezekiel step by step deeper and deeper into that river. And then Ezekiel is taken back to the bank of the river. And he gets to see what the river is doing. And he gets to see what is happening when the river comes. And I just love the picture that he paints here of the, the effect of the river of God as it flows among us. It brings life wherever it goes. It brings life wherever it goes. And that's something that we're experiencing. We're seeing the life of God springing up all over the place. We're seeing things restored and we're seeing bodies healed. We're seeing ideas turn into reality. We're seeing life coming. And I love the fact as well, it says that wherever the river flows... There are large numbers of fish. Large numbers of fish. And there are fishermen standing on the shore. I don't think it's a coincidence that in the last week, I'm aware of two people that have been saved. Bola mentioned this morning the lady or person at the healing rooms who was saved just yesterday. And last Sunday evening, we saw somebody saved. And we're starting to see fish. We're starting to catch fish. It's great us being revived. It's great us being released into all that God has for us. But I believe that as we're pressing in to more of him and more of the river, I believe this is a prophetic picture for us. It says there will be large numbers of fish. The fish will be of many kinds. And fishermen stand along the shore to catch the fish. We had a word last Sunday morning about revival and souls being saved. I just want to encourage you that one of the effects of the river of God flowing here and flowing out from here is salvation, is people getting saved. And people being born again, coming into new life and into an encounter with him. Ezekiel also describes fruit trees that grow along the river. And they produce all kinds of fruit. And the leaves don't wither or fail. In fact, they produce fruit all the time. And I just, I feel that's a picture of us. And I feel that's a picture of the fruitfulness that God brings among us through you and I. In Proverbs, we're told that a dream, a desire fulfilled is a tree of life. It brings life to us. And this morning we heard that God is, he loves your dreams and he loves your plans. He loves the things that are in your heart. 
And I just feel that there's the, there's, the river is flowing. And the river is just bringing life to your dreams. And is bringing fruitfulness into your lives. And is bringing fruitfulness to the things that you do and that you put your hand to. And there's a fruitfulness as well. There's an amazing picture in here of, it says salt water is turned fresh. So the river comes and salt water becomes fresh. Salt water where things don't live comes to life and is made fresh. And I just really feel that that's a picture for us of... I think there's lots of application, but I feel for the world around us and the community around us that as the river, the river's flowing, it's going to turn situations where there's no hope and where there's death into life. And it's the river that does it. It's the river that does it. The river transforms situations and transforms communities and transforms families. David mentioned some of the things we're involved in as a church. And there's many of you out there who do a huge amount in the community around us. Things that I'm aware of. We've got Kia who works in one of the housing estates in Gravesham, bringing the life of God into that estate. We've got people who work in prisons. We've got people who work with victims of abuse. We've got people that work with children who haven't got on in mainstream schools. We've got people that run food banks. And don't just give out food, but give out the life of God. And I feel this is a picture for for those guys and for all of us. That as we immerse ourselves in the river, as we carry the river of his presence out with us. It's a picture of situations and communities and places being transformed. And life coming. I just want you to catch that in your spirit. Life coming in places where there is no life and where there is no hope. Wow. And as I say, I just feel God is just saying to us, we, the, the river, as I say, the river has been flowing. The river is here. But I just feel that God is inviting us deeper still. And is taking us to a deeper place. And do you know where that river comes from? Do you know where that river flows? We're told it flows from the temple. Who's the temple? Who's the temple? You're the temple. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. You are full of the Holy Spirit. In John's Gospel, 
the passage I referred to earlier, Jesus says this. If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes, as the scripture has said, streams of living water will flow from within him. By this he meant the spirit whom those who believed in him were later to receive. The spirit was poured out at Pentecost. And for every one of us who know Jesus, the spirit is your birthright and it is your destiny. The Holy Spirit lives within you. The Holy Spirit has been poured out within you. And the Holy Spirit flows from within you out. You are a walking encounter with God. You are a walking resource. You are a walking solution. You are a walking healer. You are a walking lover. You are a walking life bringer. You are walking, whoa, walk, walking salvation. <laughs> there you go, that's, that's a good word. You're walking salvation. You're walking salvation. Well, just catch that. Just catch that. I think God is saying something to us about salvation. I just want to encourage you just to increase your expectancy levels for salvation. When you're out and about, I want to encourage you to increase your expectancy levels. Okay, you carry the desire of the nations. You carry the King of Kings in your heart. You carry the one who made the person in front of you. You carry the one who the person in front of you longs for. Whether they know it or not, they long for him. They want him. They need him. They desire him. They're made for him. And you have him. You're one with him. You're connected with him. Don't be ashamed to give him away. Don't be ashamed to give him away. Wow. You are a stream of living water. You are the river of God. You bring life everywhere you go. Dead things live because you are there. You know, you're so connected to him. You're so connected to him. Do you know how connected you are? Jesus told us how connected we are. In John 14, verse 15, Jesus is talking about the Holy Spirit. And he says this, If you love me, you will obey what I command. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever forever. 
the spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him. For he lives with you. And will be in you. I have not left you as orphans. I have come to you. Before long the world will not see me anymore. But you you will see me. You will see Jesus. Because I live, you also will live. On that day you will realize that I am in the Father. And you are in me. And I am in you. Whoever has my commands and obeys them, he is the one who loves me. He who loves me will be loved by my Father. And I too will love him and show myself to him. Then Judas said, but Lord, why do you intend to show yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus replied, if anyone loves me, he will obey my teaching. My father will love him and we will come to him and make our home in him. You know, God has always been looking for a home. He's been looking for a home. And you can look through scripture And we see in the Old Testament, we see the Ark of the Covenant, where the presence of God dwelt. And then God gave Moses the plans for a tabernacle, the place where his presence would dwell. How many of you would love to have gone into the tabernacle and into the most holy place? And then David had the idea for a temple. He said, I know what. Let's build a temple where the presence of God can dwell and can reside. And can be the place where we go and encounter him and experience him. And then the temple was destroyed, but Jesus came. And John tells us that he tabernacled amongst us. That the word became flesh and that God himself lived amongst us in the form of Jesus. And then Jesus went to the Father. And he sent Holy Spirit. And you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. God himself lives in you. God himself dwells in you. You are the dwelling place of God. Who wants to go into the Holy of Holies? Who who would have wanted to go into the tabernacle with Moses and experience what Moses experienced? Who would have wanted to go into the place where David and his friends worshipped and encountered God? Well, let me tell you, you have that inside you. You have that inside you. Jesus is inside you. Holy Spirit is inside you. The Father is inside you. You are connected 
to heaven itself. And everything that exists in him, you have access to. Everything in him, you have access to. You have access to enjoy that for yourself. And you have access to give it away to those around you. Sometimes we go looking for an encounter. I love encounters. I love encountering him. But I want you to know that you are connected. And that you have access to the throne room of heaven. You are connected with God himself. Just like your modem at home. Your internet connection. When you plug that thing in. You have access. And you don't just have access some of the time. You don't just have access on a good day. You don't just have access once a week. Or when you get the wires in the right place. If that was the case, how many of you would put up with that? I want to tell you, you are plugged in. You are plugged in with Holy Spirit. You are plugged in with heaven. And you have access 24-7 to the King of Kings, to the lover of your soul, to the one who has unlimited resources, to the healer, to the life bringer. The river flows out of his heart and it flows into your heart. And it flows out of that place to those around you. You've already had an encounter. Holy Spirit came and made his home inside you. And he's still there. God is calling us deeper and I believe one of the things he's doing and going to be doing in these days is just giving, raising our awareness of what it means to be a people who are connected with him and a people who are full of the spirit. That we would know him all of the time. That we would live with a continual awareness of his presence. That we would be steered and able to flow with what he's doing and what he's saying. I believe in this place there's just a release of resources that we haven't seen before. I believe there's a release of healing that we haven't seen before. I believe there's a release of fruitfulness that we haven't seen before. I think one of the things we need to be ready for is just giving up control. When you get taken out and you go out into the river, the picture Ezekiel painted, when you're standing with your ankles in the water, 
It's great. It's refreshing. But you're still the one in control. As God takes us out deeper, we may experience and see things that we don't fully understand at first. You might have people standing here speaking who can't actually get very much out. I just encourage you to be very slow to judge that. But instead to look for what God's doing and to look for him in those things. So that we can embrace him and embrace what he's doing. I just want to land this now. So why don't you just stand? Just put your hand on your heart if you want to. Father, I thank you for the river. I thank you for your presence. I thank you that you have come and you've made your home inside of each one of us. And Father, I just release now the river of your spirit into every heart here. Father, I release the river of your spirit into us as a people. Father, I thank you for what we know. I thank you for what we've known. And I thank you that there's more still. I thank you there's deeper still. I thank you there's more of you. And I thank you that you are right now just filling us up and taking us deeper. And Father, I just release encounters with you. Father, I release experiences with you that would just take people deeper into you. Father, that would take people deeper into who you've made them to be. Father, I I just release a, a, a greater anointing upon us to rest on us that we would do all of the things that you have called us to do. Father, I release a richness and a depth of your presence for everybody here. And Father, I ask that you would open our eyes to know what it is to be connected with you. Father, I ask that you would show us what it is to be connected with you 24-7, never disconnected, and always engaged with you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I did just want to give an opportunity. If you don't know God, if you haven't experienced him, and your heart wants him, then come forward at the end of the meeting, and there'll be some folks here who will be able to pray with you and introduce you to Jesus. And also, if you haven't been filled with the Spirit, As I said at the beginning, the Holy Spirit is your birthright when you put your trust in Jesus. So if you don't know him yet, again, come on forward and there's a bunch of people here who would love to pray with you. But I just want to encourage you to press in and to enjoy the the river that flows inside you.